Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, baseball family. Uh, so this is Denise's first time on the, this podcast, the big show. She, Like I said, she hosts the North Chicago Baseball Together podcast. Check her out monthly. She does... The best job out of all of us, I feel like, does a fantastic job covering the Cubs. Uh, but since this is her first time on this show, we're going to give her a rundown like we do with all of our guests. So, Denise, are you ready? Ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> there goes my voice. Sorry. <laughs> I got to apologize. I have to explain this really quick. So, I did a tough mutter over the weekend. Um, so, I have softball Friday night. And then Saturday, I did my first ever tough mutter event. Um, and then uh, Sunday... Yesterday, I was at a charity bike run listening to a live band, so there was a lot of kind of talking very loud, singing with the bands. My <laughs> voice is a little bit cash today, so it, it kind of goes in and out, so I apologize if it cracks. It's good content. <laughs> we love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. First question. What is your quest? What is my quest? Um, I don't even know how to answer that. Uh I get like, I, I'm going to have to ask you to elaborate because I'm not quite a hundred percent sure what you mean by that. No elaboration. What is your quest? Oh, what is my quest? Um, I guess in, in, uh, we'll, we'll keep it to baseball here in baseball terms. Um, honestly, to, to kind of keep improving and, and, uh, I guess training, training, I guess. Um, but keep improving myself and learning uh, as much as I can, not just about the Cubs, but more baseball in general, like expand um, kind of my horizons. I know a lot about the NL, but not so much about the AL. So maybe pick there that up. Very good. And what is your favorite color? Purple. How would you describe Javi Baez using one word? The first one that came to mind is magician, just because of his nickname. So I'm going to yeah. leave it at that. That was the first thing that came to my mind. What is the maximum allowable age that is appropriate to bring a baseball glove to a baseball game? Cut, you cut out the maximum allowable age to bring a baseball glove to a game? Yes. I don't think there's any limit to that. I agree. Very good. I'm bringing my glove what? to the game on September 10th. Go ahead. Absolutely. Self-defense. <laughs> you got to have your glove there. We're in prime foul ball territory. Yeah. There you go. What is the name of your autobiography? <laughs> um, man. I would have to say. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, <laughs> probably, I, you know, I, I would have to go. Um. I'm just a girl living in a sports world. There you go. Um, if baseball was an ice cream for what would it be? Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
good. That's good. Coming from a Cubs fan. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're a celebrity guest on a game show. What's the show? I'm a celebrity guest on a game show. You're the celebrity guest. What is the game game show? show. What's the show? Uh, Jeopardy. Would you compete? Would you like, would you do well? Do you think? I think so. I I'm full of useless yeah. information. Um, hey, my, my dad actually, my dad actually tried out for Jeopardy years ago, and actually I did too. I auditioned. Yeah. Um, my dad got further than I did. Um, he actually made it to the final round right before you get on the show, and then he got a little. Oh, that's game. cool. Um, I that's made really it. Cool. Two, I made it two rounds in. Um, nice. But yeah, so I, yeah, I, I think I'd especially the celebrity editions because there some of those questions are a little bit easier. That's true. That's true. But yeah. <laughs> if the Cubs were a drink, what would they be? <laughs> <laughs> Which version of them? Uh, <laughs> the current iteration. <laughs> Malort <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'd have to go Malort. We had, I think the best one we had was um, we had a Boston Red Sox fan said you know most of the time it's orange juice and toothpaste sometimes it's champagne but mostly it's orange juice and toothpaste (laughs) all right last question how would baseball be different if the dodgers had not moved from brooklyn um hmm. well i don't think um i mean honestly in my opinion i think it would just be different divisions right um I mean, I, I don't think we'd have, you know, a Mets team. And, and I guess it would depend on where you would throw the the Dodgers. Um, you know, would they have, you know, would they have been in an AL? Would they have been in an NL? You know, because teams have flip-flopped a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You know, Houston's yeah. gone back and forth. The Brewers have gone back and forth. Um, I just, honestly, I think, I think it would still be similar. Um, I, I, because, you know, Jackie Robinson would still, you know, he still came up um, before they moved from Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. Am yeah. I thinking my history right? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you're um, right. So, I mean, I think, honestly, it's just the location. You know, the the Dodgers wouldn't be, probably wouldn't be the popular then California team. Um, they'd have somebody mm-hmm. else. And and I don't think then, would we would we have three New York teams? Um, or would, you know, would they have just mm-hmm. stuck out there? You know, would the Mets not exist? I can't imagine the Yankees not existing, but it'd be nice, yeah. but I can't imagine the Yankees not existing. <laughs> Sorry, Brig. Um, uh, I don't know if, you know, would we have, I, I don't think it would, I honestly don't think it would make a whole lot of a difference. Um, I think it would just be the, the geographical changes. Yeah, and I, I've always thought, like, I I love asking this question because it does provoke a lot of thought. And I've always thought that, like, there would still be an L.A. team. They just wouldn't be the Dodgers. And there's right. a great potential for, instead of the two two of the biggest brands in baseball being in New York and then the other being in L.A., instead you've got two of the biggest brands in New York, right? right. Like, how big would an L.A. team, if it didn't have the Dodgers name with it, that brought everything with it from Brooklyn? So it's... It's fun to think about. I mean, Disney Plus just launched their what if. Maybe we'll start doing what if baseball questions and do whole episodes yeah. on it. I don't know. That'd be fun. 
Yeah, and I, like I said, I think that's just the point is, I don't think the game itself would be different. I think it would just be who's going to be popular. You know, it's the geographical thing. Who would be yeah. popular where, you know, like you said. Yeah. All right. Very fun. Great job, Denise. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Field of Dreams game. Welcome back, baseball family. So let's finish up today with the biggest event. I mean, really, in a very long time. This was a big deal. The Field of Dreams, Field of Dreams game. I want to make it singular for some reason. I don't know why. I did in the intro, and I continue to do it. So it's the Field of Dreams, plural dreams game put on by MLB in Iowa. Uh, thus far, I mean, so it was between the White Sox and the Yankees. Uh, to date, the Yankees are the only team in the history of Major League Baseball to have never won a game in Iowa. So, well, I guess to be – to have only, lost, I guess, lost all their games in Iowa? I don't know. Anyway, and unfortunately for you, Denise, as a Cubs fan, uh, the White Sox are the only team to be undefeated in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, I watched So <laughs> we all watched. And that's the thing is that this drew the highest ratings for a regular season game in 16 years. And in my opinion, the game itself could not have been better. Oh, yeah. Like that was, that finish was, it was awesome. Outstanding. And one of the coolest things, like the one thing watching that game was like, I just want to see a home run go into the corn. I don't know why, but I saw it and it was awesome. Every time it It was just, it was so cool. Yeah. Cause nobody's (laughs) out there to catch it. Right. You you know, you're fans being out, unless unless it leaves the ballpark that they're in. Um, and even right. then, you know, you got the ball hawks outside the stadium, but nobody's there to catch it. It's just sitting in the cornfield. Yep. Yeah, it was so cool. It was awesome to just watch the ball go down and disappear, and that was it. That was the yeah. end of the baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like out into, like, the next life or something. I don't know. But that was really cool. It was a good watch. I liked what they did with the stadium, how they had all the padding was that faux wood. I thought that yes. was a cool touch. Um, the hand-operated scoreboard, how they had even had people wearing um, like era-appropriate clothing Mm -hmm. on the scoreboard. I thought that was really neat. The batter's eye was so out of place, but also like fine, just because it's got to be there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but everything about the stadium was really cool. It was it had a very a very high school feel to it. Mm -hmm. Small stadium out in the middle of nowhere. Um, they kept they kept showing overhead how they had the movie the movie field right next to it, and there were people over there playing. It was just like I think they made the made the comparison at one point during the game. That's exactly what I thought of. It's like watching a high school football game where you have the game going on over here, and then all the little kids over here playing their own game of football. Like, yeah, yeah, and they you know they had people over on the other field playing baseball and stuff. I thought it was really cool. Looked like a really cool atmosphere. I don't know if ever in my dreams I could afford something like that because it was like fourteen hundred dollars to get in. <laughs> Just so, like <laughs> I'm wondering that price though. Was that the because I, I saw a lot of the resale prices, right? And that's what they uh-huh. were listed at was, you know, a couple thousand. I saw some for like twenty grand, which was my goodness. Um but I, I don't know. I, I didn't really look into it enough. I don't know if that was the face value of the tickets because you had to be you had to be entered right. You had to enter a lottery. Okay. Yeah. And then if you got picked in the lottery, um, so it's kind of like I know for the Cubs they they do that for playoff tickets when they put them to the general public. You enter a lottery, 
Um, and if you get picked, you get an opportunity to buy tickets. Um, and that's how they did it for this is, is if you wanted a chance to buy tickets, you entered a lottery. And if you got picked, you got a chance, you know, you got the chance to buy tickets. I don't know if there was a limit on the tickets. Um, but I don't know if that was face value or not. Those were just the prices I was seeing like aftermarket. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think yeah, I, I saw that, that face value. I think I saw that online too, but you're right. I don't know if that is face value, but at the same time, major league baseball is trying to make up for a pandemic shortened season. So it might oh, be very true. Right. <laughs> you know, they might be like, this is our chance. Hike them up as much as we can and then make it. I mean, that so much, there's such scarcity with it because you don't know at that point, you didn't, you didn't know if there was going to be another one. Right. You know, if it exactly. was fine, but it wasn't great. Major league baseball might've been like, you know, the juice isn't quite worth the squeeze. Let's, let's find something else to do. But uh, it was a, major success they're gonna do it again next year it's gonna be august 11th and it's gonna be chicago cubs versus the cincinnati reds and i think that's awesome um at first i did see somebody say at one point they said they should just have the box playing this game every single year because of the movie Mm -hmm. which makes sense you know but at the same time i don't honestly care about the white Sox. As much as I loved those throwback uniforms, I'd like to see somebody else bring yeah. make it like make it like the NHL Winter Classic because those are just the original six who play those games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and the Blackhawks have been in a few of them. Um, I actually went mm-hmm. to one a couple of years ago, but um, yeah, it's it's usually like the Red Wings, the uh, the Bruins, the I know the Blackhawks have been in it. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know if it's always the original six, but I think one of the teams is like always the one of the original six. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I mean the Yankees aren't one of the originals, even in Major League Baseball. So, you know that's already shot in the face right there, I guess. But but yeah, but I think like they're one of the most storied. They yeah they are you know? they are definitely one of the most storied. Yeah, and but keep it to those like keep it to teams from the era. Right. right. That's that's what I think you can do. Cubs, Reds, Yankees, White Sox, um, Pirates. Pirates, I don't know how much they draw, but people are going to want to go to the game regardless of who's playing. Yeah. So and, um, bring the and Dodgers out. Be... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say bring oh. the Dodgers out just as one of those, another one of those storied franchises. Go ahead. Right. No, I was going to say, you know, to be fair, I mean, the, the Cubs AAA team is in Iowa. They're They're in Des Moines. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head how far Des Moines is from, where was it in D- Dubuque? Where was the. I think it's Dubuque. Yeah, it was in Dubuque, right? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, my Iowa, my Midwestern geography is terrible, first off. I've spent so little time in the Midwest, I have no idea where anything is, and we've had this discussion. But. Uh, it's right next to me, and I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> But, but no, I think no, I think the Cubs are obviously going to draw very well. You know, like you said, the AAA team just right there in Iowa. And either way, I mean, Iowa to Illinois, that's not far, right? No. Um, Anybody who watched the game, you could hear the presence of White Sox fans at that game. It was oh, yeah. From dominantly Chicago, White Sox fans. Chicago to Dubuque is only, I want to say it's only, I could probably map it really quick, but I mean, it's only yeah. like a couple couple of hours um because my my dad's side of the family is from the quad cities um okay so 122 miles from from me so i'm in the northwest suburbs of chicago okay. um 
I'm about a half hour northwest of the city without traffic. So from here, it's a two and a half hour drive to Dubuque. Okay, that's yeah, that's easy. That's yeah. easy. So that that's cool. Um, but so let's talk about the game for a minute. What were some of the things, Denise, that you saw that you liked about it? I mean, I talked about like the environment itself. What did you think about it? And you know what? It's in it was in Dyersville, not Dubuque. I knew that wasn't. Okay. Um, it was bothering me, and I had to look it up. Uh, it was in <laughs> Dyersville, Iowa. Okay. Um, so, and I think that's a little bit farther. Um, eh, another twenty miles. So, okay. Um, I so I missed. I missed the beginning um, because I was making dinner for my kids and all this other stuff. So I, I actually missed the beginning intro. I, I had to catch that on like YouTube when they finally, you know, people posted the video. Um, and even just watching that on, on my phone, I had goosebumps. I absolutely loved the beginning with Kevin Costner coming out of the cornfield um, you know, kind of looking around at the stands and then as he approached center field, you know, all the players started coming out. Um, and the, the music in the background from the movie, you know, if you're a fan of that movie, you know, that music. Um, so yeah. I, I absolutely love the beginning. I think they nailed it. Um, the only thing that I would have liked to have seen, which, and maybe they tried and he just didn't want to come out is I think it would have been awesome because it was the White Sox playing if Ray Liotta had come out as Shoeless Joe Jackson, right? And I don't cool. know, maybe they yeah. tried to get him and, he, you know, he didn't want to do it. Um, I think it would have been great to see even James Earl Jones there, you know, um, have him whisper yeah. in the background as Kevin Costner's walking out, looking around. Um, but anyways, the so the game itself, um, you know, kind of a lot of the things you mentioned, I, li- I liked the throwback uniforms. Um, I liked the, the way that the, you know, everything was built. The, the scoreboard was cool. Loved watching, you know, the home runs get hit into the corn. Cause I mean, that's, it's a scene in the movie when, when, mm-hmm. you know, Shoeless Joe first goes up to pitch and, at, you know, after a couple of pitches, he tells Kevin Costner, Hey, throw it right here. And he does, and he hammers it and you just see the ball sail into the cornfield. Right. So, I mean, yeah. it, a lot of it, I think they did very well. The game itself was great. Um, even though it was Fox broadcasters, <laughs> you know, I have a, I have a love hate relationship with Joe Buck. Um, you and the rest of America, I know me. the rest of America has a hate, hate relationship with Joe. Yeah, Buck. Like he doesn't bother me as much as I think he should. Um, and maybe it's just because I'm so used to his voice. Like there are other announcers that bother me a lot more than he does. Uh-huh. Not saying anyone, but anyways, aside from the Fox broad, I, I still think they did a great job. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, like you said, you couldn't, that game was amazing. You know, it looked like the Sox were going to run away with it for a while. And then, yeah. you know, judge hits the the home run and, and Stanton hits the home run to you know tie the game and then tim anderson walks it off you know um <laughs> i i don't think you you could have had a had a better had a better ending to that um but i i think mlb yeah. they finally with all these gimmicks and everything that they've been doing a lot the last few years um mm-hmm. you know they did they did the little league game in williamsport you know the call i think it was yeah the i think they've done that Two, three times? Yeah. They've done it a couple um, times. 
Yeah, and I know the Cubs, the Cubs and the Pirates was, I think it, they were 19, 18 or 19. Uh, they did mm-hmm. it. Um, and it, I mean, it's cute, you know, and I like the game and stuff like that. But I, I think with all the weird gimmicky things that MLB has come up with, I, this one they just absolutely nailed. Yeah, it was crushed. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, to your point, you know, talking about possibly bringing Ray Liotta on. I thought that was the one thing that was missing was like, if you're going to bring the theatrics of having Kevin Costner come out of the corner first and go and wander around and everything, you know, like I was kind of like, okay, if you're, if you're going to do it like theatrical, bring more guys in because it's not like Kevin Costner wrote directed and starred in the movie. I mean, yes, he's, he's the main person. He's the main character in the movie. He's the person who you think of when you think of build of dreams, but also Ray Liotta. Yeah. You know, bring in some of those other guys. Like, did they want Frank Whaley to come? Like, did they ask him? And then he just said no. And they're just like, you know, bag it. Let's just go with Costner. You know, like, I think it would have been cool to have more people from the movie come mm-hmm. out and be a part of it. You know, and and I've said before, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. Last time I saw it, I was young, so it kind of bored me. But anyways, I need to watch it again. But but I think I really think it would have added more to that dramatic beginning to have more guys like play out a little bit of the movie and then transition more into right. the players. Like you said, like Rayleigh, like I think, like specifically, this is a thought that I had in my mind. Have Rayleigh to come out of the corn, look around, kind of like, yeah, this is cool, you know, just kind of mime that and then turn around to the corn and gesture for everybody else to come out. And then the players come out. Right. You know, right. I thought that would have been something that would have been really cool to see that it's like he's welcoming them to this field that he's found because he's the first one to come out in the movie. You know, so yeah. I think that would have been a really cool way to welcome the players. But I'm not the director, so <laughs> that's not what they pay me and, to do. But, and like you said, I mean, like I said, I, maybe they did ask him, you know. And he, yeah, and he, he just didn't no. want to have anything to do with it. Um, I think it would have been cool if, you know, I, like I said, as Kevin Costner came out, if you heard the voice you know, in the background, you know, kind of pipe that voice in, you know, the, if, if you build it, you know, uh, he will come or uh, that quote, um, you know, I thought that would have been cool too, but then you start border, you start getting borderline. Okay. Now it's getting too theatrical and it's getting too cheesy and you don't want to take it away. Like kind of just playing devil's advocate you don't want to take it away from the actual players that are there. Right. They're not, we're not right. recreating the movie, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of that fine line. And like I said, I, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Like I would have loved to have seen Ray Liotta there. Um, uh-huh. But, and maybe they did ask him and he just didn't want to come, but then how much, Yeah, maybe. I think they did just enough. Um, Cause they kept showing clips during the commercial of the movie, you know, and things yeah. like that. Um, which I thought was awesome. Um, so yeah, you just eat at the same time. I, I think they did just enough. Um, but I agree. I think that just that one thing would have been better. Yeah. So I, th- I don't know if this is back like based entirely on the success of the field of dreams game, or if they were just like, now is a good time to announce this, but Peacock, the streaming service by, NBC, which makes sense, Peacock anyway. Um, they are going to they an- announced they're gonna launch a Field of Dreams show. It's gonna be a drama, oh, which today. is strange because the guy who's writing it 
is a comedic writer because he's it's Michael Schur. He's the creator of or producer for The Office, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine Nine, three of my favorite shows. So I mm. like his work. I know that he's a huge, huge baseball fan, and so you've got somebody who loves baseball. You've got him coming in and making this show. I just don't know how it's going to be a show. It's going to yeah. be a variety show where it's like this week. Coming out of the cornfield, we have <laughs> Lou Gehrig. You know, right? like, is that how it's going to be? Ty that was my Nobody first liked thought. Nobody liked Ty Cobb when he was alive. Just remember that. Nobody <laughs> liked Ty Cobb. Yeah. Nobody liked Ty Cobb. When he <laughs> or was he alive. comes out and there's a fight. I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> that'd be pretty cool too. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. I, I read that earlier. Um, I think I posted the the link in our in in our group, and. Um, uh-huh. You know, I didn't read a whole lot of detail into it. I kind of glanced over it, but I did see, you know, who the director was. And then I'm like, wait, so is this a comedy or is this a drama? And they said, you know, it says it's a drama. And I'm like, yeah, these are all comedy and they're like dry humor comedies, you know? Yes. Um, And yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. And I really hope, and I, I know you're not a big fan of Field of Dreams. It's actually my, it's my second favorite movie um, of, of all time. Um, but I mean, I just, I hope it's not one of those shows where they just, they they don't give it justice. I'm curious, really curious how it's going to work. And, and this is my thing with, with Michael Schur, with him being the guy who's making this movie that, um, he, he takes what he thinks sometimes is a bad idea and runs with it, but he does it really well. Like mm-hmm. he thought the first little bit of Parks and Rec, like I remember, so I listened to an interview of him on um, on the Dan Levitard show where he's talking about this. He's like, he's like the first two seasons. He's like, I have ruined Amy Poehler's career. She's one of my best friends. And I have absolutely ruined her career because of this stupid show. It's like, what have I done? What am I doing? And and it took off and it was huge, wildly successful. And, you know, like he he does really good work. Like I said, I enjoy the stuff that he does. I just don't know how it's, it's going to turn into a sustainable series of a show. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, I don't feel know. I'll like, watch it though. Like, was this something that they've had in the back of their mind for a while? I mean, it has to be right. Because um, I can't mm-hmm. imagine that they were just like, Oh, well, we'll announce this TV series now that the, you know, the, the game took off and MLB had huge success, right? Like, did yeah. did Peacock, like, call up Michael and be like, all right, so baseball, you know, MLB had a really good success with the, you know, thing. How about we do a show and you just direct it? Like, I imagine this is something yeah. that's been in the works and they timed it uh-huh. to, you know, be announced a couple of days after the game. But Yeah. Yeah, I and I, I really do wonder if the game had flopped, if they just been like, ah, we'll hold on to that one. Yeah, we'll we'll this idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It'll, it'll be something to keep an eye out for. But last thing on this, Denise, with the Peacock Field the Dream series, one last one. Good idea or bad idea? Um, <laughs> I, I gotta, I, I gotta go. Bad idea. I think, I think you don't, you don't try to fix what's broken, <laughs> what's not broken. I should say, um, you know. And there, there are critics that don't like the movie. You know, uh, people think it's overrated. They think it's horrible. There are other people that absolutely love it. I'm, I'm one that loves it. But I, 
I'm not a fan of taking movies and just making them into TV series. Yeah, yeah. usually it's the other way around. You take it's a TV tough. series and you make it to a movie. And mm-hmm. yeah. I'd have to think long and hard about a successful TV series that was based off of a movie. Aside from Marvel and DC and all them, right? You know, yeah. there's, there's just because there's so much content to draw from on those, right? Right. Um, there's been a lot, but there's been a lot of spinoffs of those too, right? How many spinoffs mm-hmm. can you make off a of Field of Dreams? Um, yeah. Yeah, I I still got to go. Bad idea. I can't. I can't imagine how this is going to do. Yeah, and I I'm going to go. I'm going to agree with you. Bad idea. However, it does have the potential to be really good if it's done well. Right. Right. So that's what I'm going to be watching for. I am going to watch it. I'm going to see how it goes because I'm curious if it's going to be a baseball variety show of historical figures. So we'll see how it goes. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.